Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 58 Batman and Harley Quinn with Brian Lynch. Hi, chums. It's time for the final movie, and some people are wondering why we're doing this. Among them, I think, are our guests this week. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you you had some opinions about this one. Oh no, Al! I'm just so happy that when you uh, when I came back on the show, I got to fire up HBO and turn on that uh, adult themed cartoon about Harley Quinn starring somebody from The Big Bang Theory with a little extra sex and violence. What? Why is my monkey's paw finger curling? <laughs> <laughs> I had my memory of this was that it was super filthy and I didn't quite get it and having now seen that Harley show it's like oh no this was this was just the wind up for that now this seems tame yeah it, it's I didn't hate all of it but I think for me the parts that I didn't like are sticking way out in my mind whereas for you because you mentioned this on Twitter having just watched Mystery of the Batwoman and before that, the the Mister Freeze Sub Zero. Yeah, last two. Yeah, just, this has been no point. To Whereas definitely both of those, been better than both of those since they came yeah. out. So mm. yeah, so yeah, if you're uh, and and you have a much better memory than I believe either of us. Do you remember anything about them? Straight up, no. I remember that there were three possible Batwomans. One of them, I think, was Kelly Ripa, and one of them was named yeah. like Kathy B. Kane or something. So sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember who the third one was, but then it turned out it was all three of them. That's that's mm-hmm. all I got. I haven't listened to your the episode third, yet. The so. third one was Renee Montoya, only they didn't want to call her Montoya, so they called her something else. Mm-hmm. But it was clearly like it was Harvey Bullock's Latina partner. Yep. It was fucking Montoya. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Um, uh-huh. No, it's Ramirez, definitely. Yeah. I mean, she was exactly the same. Yeah. I don't understand it. But whatever. Um, the <laughs> but only that was last covering... week. Right. The only reason we're covering this one is that, as far as I can tell, this is in continuity with the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, this counts. Yeah, it's it's designed to the style of the new Batman Adventures. Uh, yeah. It is, uh, it's got similar cast, although not same. For Yeah. I mean, we got Kevin Conroy. We got the Lauren Lester back as Nightwing. And mm-hmm. then... And uh, Other, yeah, that's others. That's it. Well, uh, I don't know. Did, <laughs> did Rob Paulson play the Two Face Twins last time they were around? Oh, good question. A lot of good voice Quite cast awesome. in this one. I will say, like, a lot mm-hmm. of like, I was looking. I was like, oh yeah, like actual voice actors. John DiMaggio plays yeah. like eight people in this. Yeah, and John DiMaggio played two roles sort of back to back, which I always don't think is the best. Like, he's great. Yeah, that that was him. that was a problem in the edit. Um, yeah. Oh, and Kevin but, Kevin Conroy played a hobo, so that's like going back to season one. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that pops up from time to time. But, like, I could tell, being pretty familiar with sort of the timeline, like, when we get into Justice League, like, I could tell this was sort of, this slots in somewhere sort of in late JLU. You can absolutely tell, like, mm-hmm. there's a point where, and I'm not going to spoil anything because you're about to summarize it for us, but uh, there's a point where he calls the Watchtower and talks to someone at the Watchtower and it's like, oh, shit, yeah, this is, I know exactly when this is. Oh, mm-hmm. I, uh, I did not bother including that in my summary. You can say Booster Gold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, also, I think you have to pay when you say Booster Gold. I think that's a thing that he does. <laughs> he just shows up at your house and asks for money. I was going to say Blue Beetle's pal in yellow. <laughs> that avoids the uh, 
the fee that way oh no skeets comes around and like jingles a change jar and like you have to he won't go away until you put something in there penny in your cup governor uh-huh. lou beetle's pal in yellow is my favorite robert chambers book <laughs> the pal in yellow of course <laughs> Uh, all right, Brian. Why don't you tell us what happens in this in this thing you absolutely hated? <laughs> we open at noted Gotham City landmark Star Labs, where some cops are standing around firing rather listlessly at Jason Woodrow, who's legally distinct from Swamp Things in some very important ways. Speaking of whom, looks like he's helping Poison Ivy steal Swamp Things' work, as we learn in a close-up of a headline that confirms this movie is for people who like comics enough to know who Alec Holland is, but not enough to be picky about their entertainment. <laughs> Batman and Nightwing the Man Wonder drop by afterwards to frown at some security footage and pick up some side quests. Nightwing is going to check on known associates of the perps, and Batman is going to collect some crushbone belts. Probably could have done an Arkham Knight joke there, but it's too late now. What do I look like, a guy with a backspace key? I mean, anything's better than what he really does, which is go talk to Sarge Steele about sex a bunch. <laughs> Nightwing, on the other hand, is living up to that world's second greatest detective mug, as he tries to find an off-the-grid Harley Quinn by showing a photo of her to any random person he meets. The priest, the bum, the old Jewish stereotype, you name it. The trail leads him to a superhero-themed Hooters ripoff where Harley has a job as a Harley impersonator. She lives down on the wrong side of Metaphor Street. She doesn't have time for super shenanigans. Nightwing pulls some of the most bargain basement reverse psychology on her, a licensed therapist, and it works. A little too well as she joker venoms him and ties him to her bed. A bow, chick, a bow. Oh, God, they're actually having sex. Gross! <laughs> After bumming around in a B-plot for a while, Batman walks in on Harley and the Boink Wonder and decides to take Harley with them so that they can have some 48 hours tomfoolery. Well, if 48 hours had a scene where Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte sleep together and Nick Nolte's stern dad is chaperoning them. Actually, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> so they shenan, and then they shenan again. And then Harley farts a bunch. <laughs> it's real stinky, this fart, let me tell you. Eventually, they end up at a Bloodhaven Roadhouse, which is populated entirely by henchmen from the TV series, which is a decent visual goof, although one of them is definitely a non-sentient <laughs> robot. I don't know, maybe he evolved into a Zeta project. Harley sings a Blondie song, and the plot resumes. Well, it's a nervous song, but she's definitely doing the Blondie cover. Poison Ivy and Mr. Green Jeans almost get caught at this time, but they make their getaway in a fire, causing Pammy to get all ethical. So Jason feeds her one of his Swamp Thing 34 sex yams. Look, if I have to explain everything, we'll never get anywhere. So Botany Babe and Robert Plant ride the erotic mycelial network. Thank you. Ride the erotic mycelial network to Louisiana, and it's into the forest we go for the grand finale. <laughs> Harley fights Ivy, Batman and Robin, and I guess the army fight Woodrow, and eventually they're all rescued by, oh, let's just say Swamp Thing. I wrote that joke about the ending, and then the movie kept going for another five minutes or so. 25 if you count the post credit scene. But my joke is a better ending than what we actually got, so let's just pretend I turned it off early. This week in movie theaters, there's surely better options. Let's see what August 2017 had on offer. Nut job too nutty by nature. How is this the best option? (laughs) Botany babe. Oh no. (laughs) Now I do have to be fair. Annabelle creation was out that week and it's fine. Mm. It's not the best movie David Sandberg ever made, but he makes very good movies, so, you know. I I would not have maybe enjoyed this tremendously in the movie theater, mm-hmm. but again, after the last two films, and honestly, uh, 
would you agree this is better than most of the direct-to-video ones we've seen so far? I absolutely would. It actually has a sense of humor. I'll, yeah. I'll say this for it, and I might be more down on it because, like I said, I'm coming in with a different experience than you are. It's definitely better than the one direct-to-video film I've seen. Uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah, with us. I can, yeah. fi- I can yeah. follow the plot from scene to scene. Mm-hmm. No, and the thing is, like, I, I know, I know, we, we're all friends, we want to be polite, whatever, but fucking, you know, like, disagree, man. Like, I love that you hate this, I really do. Oh, it's no, not no, like... There, what, I was, what I was saying before we started recording, or possibly after we started recording, I, it's been so long, it was, you know, yeah. my summer. Who knows? Um, uh-huh. Next time I come on, I'll do a Death of Podcast style one. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, I, I, it's, tell you what, I can compare this to Shakespeare like I can with literally everything in my life. Sure. I saw a production of Romeo and Juliet that was a mix of like really great and really terrible ideas. Like, you know, they they did it with guns, like the movie, but they did. Was the, it? I was going to say, was it directed by Baz Luhrmann? The, because that describes the Baz Luhrmann version. They did to the me. guns by pointing them at each other and yelling "bang." Oh, um, the guy that played Tybalt also played Lord Montague or Lord Capulet's dog. Uh, Romeo and Juliet were wearing <laughs> skeleton makeup the entire time. But after watching it, the stuff that stuck in my memory was all the good parts. And because there was a lot of good to like about it. There, there was a lot of interesting thing. Um, they played uh, Friar Lawrence as a, a Hindu priest. Um, and they really put a lot of that into his character and his movement. And I was like, that's an interesting twist to put on it. Uh, mm-hmm. They played Mercutio as a woman uh, and had her in love with Romeo. Mercutio in love with Romeo is nothing unusual. It's weird that it was somehow more subversive by not making it gay. Um, but, uh, you know, like, like, it was stuff that stood out in my mind was that stuff. Um, in this mm-hmm. one, this was also a mix of good and bad, but the bad stuff is what's sitting on my brain right now. <laughs> so, All right. Well, let's, let's get into it. Let's do some yeah. bad things. <laughs> All right. Um. What do you got? Well, my bad thing is, after what I just said, my bad thing is going to seem incredibly nitpicking, but honestly, <laughs> seriously. No, I, I noticed this too. See, this is what I said. I said, seriously? Laura Mipsum? I thought we stopped doing weird fake Latin boilerplate in cartoon newspapers once reliable freeze frame was invented. Just get some intern to write some random copy or do solid lines. It was good enough for the past 30 years of your franchise. <laughs> Got every time some Ted was, and there was a lot in this movie. It was newspapers yeah. and it was, it was uh, scientific documents and it was, uh, you know, computer uh, information. Yeah. And it's always, for those of you who don't know this, the, you know, the, the filler text that they use for, anything mm-hmm. it's it's a bunch of latin nonsense mm-hmm. it's just used to to help you yeah. with your with your layout what it is, is in... it's a it's a real piece of latin text but with the um spaces put in kind of randomly mm-hmm. so it's it's yeah it's, it's no, and as latin. i understand and i don't i don't want to get into all this because i know you absolutely would <laughs> i sure would but the, I, as I understand it, the original was like actually meant something, but they've sort of chopped it up and moved things around to the to the point where it's just nonsense. Yeah, yeah, it was, the, it was a chunk of Cicero, and they just kind of like yeah. cut out random mm. bits because it was it's only ever supposed to be placeholder text. It's not supposed to mean anything. But yeah, God, there was and so if you much. Just of it type the movie. same letter every time or whatever. It doesn't look right. You have to make it look like words. But yeah, they could have done something. Just like spend thirty seconds on like today, poison ivy attacked this lab that you're in right now. That's all you need. You mm-hmm. know? Yep. But you can yeah. copy and paste that off of like any poison yeah. ivy related website. I guess my secondary <laughs> bad thing is that Captain Clown was at the Roadhouse. Because seriously, did you not watch the episode? It was a robot. I was delighted oh, right. to see Captain Clown back at the Roadhouse. I assume someone rebuilt him for the purposes of dancing. <laughs> or, or the original human version was a Joker henchman who quit in disgust, and Joker <laughs> loved him so much he built a robot duplicate. No, no, I, I like the other version. 
I need a robot right. version Hello, of that guy. Yes, I have been built to party. <laughs> I miss Captain Clown. Bring me his robot equivalent. Shake what your mother gave you, Shrubby. <laughs> oh, Shrubby. Oh, chef's kiss. I love Shrubby. I shrubby love was shrubby. so good. Uh, shrubby so, was the yeah. uh, poison ivy hench that uh, Harley was trying to get information from. He's like a four foot tall black dude dressed like a plant, and he is delightful. I want to see the episode where Shrubby is her, is her henchman so badly. Yeah, me too. Especially because she's not really a henchman person. No, she rarely no. has henchmen. She just has like plants. No, because about halfway through the series, she developed the ability to make sentient or semi-sentient plants, mm-hmm. so why would she need other people? She doesn't like people. I just, like, picture her seeing him just, this guy seemed cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, like your outfit. <laughs> okay, you're hired, but that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting two of you like you're supposed to, just you. I hate all humans, except for these two. This guy and Harley. Except, <laughs> who, except Harley who and Shrubby. Who else did we see in there? There was the, um, there was a couple of Catwoman henchmen from the 66 series. That that surprised me, because yep. I assume, like, when they first showed, I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing guys from the, uh, from the animated series. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then, like, oh, God. Maybe they didn't have enough distinctive models that they had to dig deeper. I don't know. Yeah, I remember these guys. There's, like, mittens and, and like. Yeah, they're wearing those, like, the hats with the flaps over yeah. the ears and, mm-hmm. like, the, uh, the the leopard stripes or whatever, or spots. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, uh, tiger stripes. Uh, like, yeah, tiger, tiger stripes and leopard spots. Mm-hmm. That's a right, little cat's exactly. reference for y'all out there. No, thank you. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. But then it went into this weird, full on Batman sixty six thing where they're punching with the Bam Pow and Batman's drinking milk and like wait, why? yeah, one of them does why the Batusi, and mm-hmm. I I I like that. I love me a good Batman sixty six reference. But it was like two thirds of the way through the movie, and it's like, why are we suddenly doing this? Well, it'd be really cool if like that was if like the bar was just like a big Batman sixty six like that whole scene was like a Batman yeah, sixty six thing. Yeah, I could follow that logic, but that wasn't. That there's wasn't ju- it. There's the, not enough there for it, you know? The movie yeah. does have a, a wildly inconsistent tone. Like It, it sure it, does. Yeah. It does yeah, not was, know what its own cool. comedy language is. No, and for a minute, it's like, oh, okay, you're going a little raunchier. I get mm-hmm. it. It's more sex and his fart jokes, whatever. And it's all right, people can swear a little bit now. All right, all right, I don't always love that, but we'll see where this goes. But then, then yeah, they swerve into this. Yeah, and so, uh, the, the only other two that come to mind, incidentally, uh, one of the two face henchmen with the parka but no pants on, which I've always mm-hmm. thought was a weird look, and um, <laughs> the uh, the farmer's daughter from uh, oh episode. yeah yeah oh shit I didn't catch her that's farmer's daughter from the best episode of the series <laughs> uh, we will have to agree to disagree on that one. got a got a couple of road trips coming up this summer looking forward to binging the episodes I haven't caught yet I haven't done any of the new Batman adventures and I oh am, dear I am jazzed to hear what you have to say about what's it well critters. Uh, Critters, yeah. Critters, so, yeah. As, as, as you know, that one is very divisive in the fandom, and we brought Devlin on, who absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Which was super fun to talk about, because otherwise it would have just been me bitching and uh, uh, my co-host saying, no, 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 it's funny. Yep. But, you know, and it this is. way they got to gang up on me. <laughs> well, there we go. Uh-huh. Um, uh, speaking of fart yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so, yeah, my bad thing. I hate fart jokes. <laughs> Yeah. And I hate this one a lot. <laughs> so, okay, describe it. So, <laughs> they're driving to Bloodhaven, and Harley's sitting in the back seat, and she goes, pull over, I gotta take a shit. And Batman goes, no. And she goes, okay, I'll just fight a whole bunch. 
Mm-hmm. And then they pull over so she can go how long, drop it. How do long some would you say the sequence lasts? Uh, I would say, let me. Ch- actually, I wrote it down actually here. It says, uh, uh, an eternity. It went on for an eternity. Uh, and let's not forget that uh, Dick wants to crack a window, and Batman inhales deeply and says, smells like discipline. Mm hmm. Ugh. It's a real hell of a time for us to be watching this with all the Shrek discourse that's been going on on Twitter. <laughs> Is there. Uh, do I even want to know? Oh, I think somebody wrote a, a bad review of Shrek like 20 discourse. years after the fact and everybody lost their shit. I, okay. It is a bad movie. Yeah, but are also, are people cares? defensive about Shrek? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I teach a bunch of 12 and 13 year olds who are just prime targets for Shrek, both as a movie and as a meme. Even and as a person. When they found out it won the first Best Animated Picture Oscar. Oh my god! Yeah, but twelve or thirteen year olds weren't alive when that movie came out, and might think of it as antiquated garbage that their parents liked. No, no, they still like it. It's weird. <laughs> okay, all right. Tell us about yeah, the great history of like Shrek. Somebody who inter- everybody they interact with during a day was born in the year two thousand eight. It's a terrifying way to live my life. But <laughs> I, I can only imagine. And they're sentient and often intelligent people. That's what blows my mind. It's like, okay, sure, a baby, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, I have no, opinions these... and things. Like, oh, I don't I, I bet. Was... Oh, was it was uh, Nomeo and Juliet? I think one of them was saying, like, oh yeah, I saw. That's the second time that show has come up. Um, said like, oh yeah, I saw that when I was like a little kid, and I was like, first of all, you, you fucking are a little. You kid. are a little kid. Yeah. A B, shut up. Yeah. First of all, how dare you talk to me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, so my bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this is the elephant in the room. Yes, this is what we all bad. have have been tiptoeing around. Harley's new voice performer. So by this point, Arlene Sorkin had retired. Mm. She obviously the role was created for her. She's the first best Harley, but she wasn't in it anymore. So they're like, okay, let's let's get somebody else. And I don't even think she's a bad performer, but I think she was trying too hard. Like she was forcing the accent Ooh. way too much to the point where she just sounded like Cindy Lauper. It's me. real bad, and. Like, they should have let her breathe on her own as the character, mm-hmm. like like uh, whoever it is that plays her in the series, who, apart from saying Mr. J, because you have to say that because that's one of her things, she really says everything the way she would say it instead of the way yeah. Arlene Sorkin would say it, and it works because she's doing her own thing. But this is all probably because some nobody called Wes Gleason is doing Andrea <laughs> Romano's job. Who the fuck is... Sorry, Wes. You might be a great dude, but uh, I, I, you know, Andrea Romano is like my uh, my dream job and I love her so much. And how dare you? It's real... Because the thing is, and th- I, I mentioned this before, which is that on, on the series, uh, it's Kelly Cuoco, who's from The Big Bang Theory. Yes. And in mm-hmm. this, it's Melissa Rao, who's also from The Big Bang Theory. Oh. Yeah, that's why I briefly thought it was the same person who yeah. got better between this and that. And it's... A, it, it's it's a it's a like you're saying it's a real bad it's a real try hardy performance. I feel like she could do a good job. She's a decent performer. She even yeah. she she did a movie where she played uh, an Olympic bronze medal gymnast. I don't know if she has any actual training, but like that's the kind of thing no, that just, you're like, oh, that's what I would look for in casting a Harley. Granted, mm-hmm. animation doesn't matter, but yeah, but still, let her do her own thing. Yeah. like uh, like uh, Margot. Is it Robbie or Roby? I never say this right. I think it's Roby. I believe it's Roby. I think it's spelled Robbie, pronounced Roby. Okay, yeah, because it's got two Bs. But yeah. in any case, she does her own thing as well, and mm-hmm. she's pretty great. Yeah. Like, it, it's just I, when frankly, you're trying too hard to be the original, better. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was already okay in Suicide Squad, which you cannot say about many people in that movie. No. But. No, that, that when I walked away from that, I was like, oh, she'd be good in a good Harley movie. And then they made one, so. Yeah, and she was. That worked out. And now we got, yeah. a, we got another one coming. 
Huh? Yeah. yeah, it looks good. And they brought back yeah. the only other good person from Suicide Squad, Captain Boomerang. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. The um, I but yeah, no, it's just, I, and she's vocally talented. Like I don't watch The Big Bang Theory because you know I have self respect. The um, <laughs> but do you though? I don't. No, God, yeah. no. <laughs> I've seen some of the movies you watch, and some of the movies you made us watch. I, I don't know that that's true. Yeah, just because you eat one turd doesn't like, and you don't yeah. eat a different turd. Like, right. Oh, uh, we'll just see. I'm sure there's another direct-to-video Princess Christmas movie out there. I'm excited, um, honestly. <laughs> oh, actually, I will say I've got I got a I got a good one planned for you. Oh, good. <laughs> anyway, mm. the it's nice to have found my niche at this point in my life. You know, <laughs> no, this is actually well, I don't want to give too much away. You'll 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 have a blast. The uh, but no, I have seen some episodes of The Big Bang Theory, and she's vocally talented. Like she's doing a yeah. lot on that show. Um, and, uh, her, uh, her, her partner on the show, uh, the husband, I think, I did not watch the show closely enough to figure out, is, uh, played by Simon Helberg, who's the most talented person on that show, mm. uh, and they're matching each other perfectly, and so when I heard, when this movie was in development, that she was the Harley Quinn, I was like, oh, that's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Nope. And it wasn't. It was not. Yeah. No. It's disappointing. And then uh, there's, you know her song yeah which, oh why 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 did you do that this is the other half of my bad thing that's oh, bad okay. <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 a fine song and it's not a terrible performance but it's not very harley and it doesn't really like it just stops the movie to a halt it's like because like you know she's done this before in on the series and it was like a great song that tied into the character like mm-hmm. really well yeah. you know yeah, no, nothing about, like, I was trying to parse the lyrics, like, does this have anything to do with this situation or with Harley in general? No, not really. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 Hanging on the Telephone by Blondie, which, uh, like I said, yeah. it was technically a Nerve song, but, um, so when the Nerves did it, because the, the recurring lyric is, don't leave me hanging on the telephone, and when the Nerves did it, it was like, mm-hmm. begging, don't leave me hanging, mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. Blondie did it, it was like, don't you fucking dare leave me hanging. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I, I get why they chose it, but also, I don't know. It feels like like maybe it was on Bruce Tim and or Paul Dini's like playlist when they were making Harley or something. Mm. Like maybe it sort of tangentially relates to her in some way, like the energy level or whatever. But mm-hmm. it it just doesn't. It didn't feel related enough. There's a all. million options you could have picked other than this, you know. It's, yeah, and Warner Brothers owns a million songs. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yep. And it's also weird because when, well, and actually this will be uh, my uh, good thing, even though it's going to turn into complaining. All right. Well, let's hear it. Yeah. So. When when they uh, when they go in, um, Min and Max, uh, former Two Face henchmen, are singing uh, "Don't Pull Your Love." Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. so this is my good thing because Rob Paulson has a very lovely and clear singing voice, and it's nice to mm-hmm. hear it because most of his musical career is singing geography lessons as a squeaky cartoon <laughs> dog or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, I just I do rather wish the song wasn't a sexy love song sung by a <laughs> pair of brothers for the sake of some easy gay jokes. Yeah, it was. <sighs> I, I will say uh, there, the microphone's there was, like a there, penis. I, there were a couple of gay couples at that roadhouse, there were, though. Yeah. I, uh-huh. which, which means that the DC animated universe mm-hmm. is more progressive than Star Trek mm-hmm. because this was 2018. So that's something. John, Jonathan Frakes would be so upset. Um, <laughs> yeah, for, well, for context for anybody that hasn't listened to the uh, Star Trek show, I should say, don't get worried. He wanted gay couples, and they wouldn't. So oh yeah, got no. I just yeah, really- and by they you mean Rick Berman, mm-hmm. the monstrous Rick Berman. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, oh, he's awful. Uh, but yeah, no, uh-huh. it is a good song. But then there's also 
So this is like a grungy little roadhouse. Mm -hmm. When they go in, there are two dapper men in bow ties singing a 1970s pop song. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And well, it's a it's a hench. It's a hench bar. So they're all dressed in their dumb outfits. But then when when she goes up and she's singing, so it's like, what what kind of music do we do here? This does I not. Was, what's the, what's the vibe of this establishment? I I was watching. I'm like, you make it look like a weird like a honky tonk bar, and then it's like, is it a karaoke joint? Like, well, because that's the I other was gonna say the music coming from. There's not like yeah, I was gonna say there. the three the three of us and a large chunk of our regular guests have all sung karaoke together, mm-hmm. and I know for a fact. You can sing, mm-hmm. like, a ska song, and Brian, you yourself have chosen fucking Gilbert and Sullivan, mm-hmm. while Gilbert the rest of us have sung... And Taylor Swift. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you, you get a wide selection of, of things, so it's not implausible. Actually, I wouldn't not do Don't Pull Your Love, actually, so... That song rules, yeah, it turns good, out. It's been stuck song. in my head all day. Oh, yeah. And then the... The two of us mm-hmm. did a rousing rendition of Bismarcky's um, <laughs> Just a Friend, yeah, we which did. is one of my like top social outing moments of my entire goddamn life. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. I just think how much they could have fixed the entire scene just by putting just by like like editing in a small karaoke monitor at the front of the stage. Yep. Yeah, I suppose. Karaoke so. night in the bar. But also the the roadhouse with the weirdly like classy music like that that goes back to at least Twin Peaks so I just don't even notice it anymore. <laughs> Got damn fine coffee here. Mm-hmm. Um, by the uh, way, ladies and gentlemen, up, uh... the Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now watch someone sweep the floor for twenty minutes. <laughs> I did look up who played Min and Max on the uh, the original series, by the way, just to see mm-hmm. if it was Rob Paulson. You're gonna love this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Mickey yes. Dolan's, ah, which yeah. means this is the second time Rob Paulson has taken a job from him. <laughs> yes, he was the original Arthur on the Tick. Yep. So there, I wonder if that's Arthur why... doesn't play his own instruments though, so it's okay. <laughs> that's not even his real hat. The um, uh, I, I wonder if that's why they gave them a song. If they were like, well, "This is great, we'll get Mickey Dolan's back in." Uh-huh. What's that? He's busy. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. shoot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Rob, get over here. <laughs> we've all, we've already ten. animated the scene. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like I mean, your good thing is mm-hmm. the is the uh, the whole nightclub thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah. No, the the whole scene was like it's it's the perfect encapsulation of what I feel about this movie, which is that there's mm-hmm. a lot of it that was good, there's a lot of it that was bad, and there's a lot of it that sort no, of no, no, no. I sorry, been... I, I meant to say you're not, you're not the only one who like yeah, yeah. who who thought this. I mean, was, I like oh, I no, like. No, yeah. Like I like a lot of the, just a lot of the comedy in this, and the mm-hmm. the nightclub was a good place to get into it. Um, yeah. Like at about the midway point, Batman and Nightwing both get really into just the whole goofiness of everything, and I kind of mm-hmm. love that. Well, particularly since Batman, like this is Batman late in his career, where he's just he is inflexible mm-hmm. and has lost all humanity and all sense of humor, and like eh, not entirely. Here he is. There's, yeah, a, there's the guy smelling farts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, that part's not great. I love, but I love him tapping his finger along at the club while while uh, mm-hmm. Harley's singing. I love his like. <laughs> she's trying to like get them to pull over or something, and he keeps doing the like quit it like finger, mm-hmm. and it's so fucking funny to me. Scotty, don't. It's. It, I mean, it's it's just that Archer joke. <laughs> yeah, but it's really funny. Mm-hmm. All um, right. <laughs> there's a bit where they're like. They're driving somewhere, and Nightwing's just in the front seat with a fucking with a burger and some fries, and no one mm-hmm. mentions it, and he's just eating it. Mm-hmm. I was just, this is great. 
Yeah, there there was so much more detail than we've gotten in the last couple of these. Like mm-hmm. like the animation budget is clearly more than a dollar. The backgrounds were better. The the specific character stuff was better. Just this is so much like better integrated CG for the most part. There was a there was a couple of things I didn't love, but for the most part, yeah, it, no, it, so it was fine. It's not, it's not like it was like looked like flash animation yeah. or anything. But the the yeah. fight scene looked really good for some reason. Like very fluid. Yeah. And they like the Batman sixty six homage they did during mm. that fight was fun mm-hmm. until one of the 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 bang bam pow things pumped up and it said uh, "ow my balls." So <laughs> it's like okay, that's that's a little too far, guys. God, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Um, and I'll say, as long as we're talking about uh, you know Nightwing and his little comedy bits, I will actually say Lauren Lester. I think I liked him more than this than I normally do, and he mm-hmm. sounded great. I, he's not playing a teenager anymore. Um, well, no, that's so got that, that, that kind of he's sixty and flows he still into my sounded like twenty five. So wow, yeah, he did. Yeah, no, and that flows into my good thing, which is I like because you know we complained about him as Robin the whole time, and the yeah. Nightwing. I loved that he was douchey mullet guy, but he was douchey mullet guy with a with a chip on his shoulder. And here, it's like okay, he grew out of that. Yeah, and Batman actually treats him as a proper partner, and they actually work pretty well together. Mm-hmm. And he's actually. Like, apart from the Harley thing, which we need to talk about in a minute, like, he's pretty competent. He's, he, like, I get it. I like him for the first time. It's, it's nice. But yeah. we do need to talk about the, the, the sex thing. Before we talk about that, I would just like to say they animated him with visible eyes behind his mask, but they were just white, mm. unfilled circles. And that's sometimes <laughs> like worked the Barney for me. Rubble thing. Yeah, that sometimes worked for me, and sometimes it was just like that's really weird and creepy looking. I hated that. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was nice to be able to like put in like little like eyes side to side animation, rolling the eyes, popping mm-hmm. the eyes, and stuff. Like I get why they did it, but also I just give them pupils. Then you know, yeah, just, mm-hmm. it looks weird. <laughs> you're trying to you're you're trying to be the servant of two masters here, mask wise, and, and like. He's standing right next to Batman who doesn't have that. And, like, mm-hmm. it's all I can think about. You don't like Little Orphan Dick? No. <laughs> uh, Never. We, are we not doing phrasing anymore? <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, let's talk about, like, I, I have of thought about Dick. this. <laughs> yeah. I have thought about this and thought about this. And it should bother me, but the more I think about it, eh. I, I like the reinvention of Harley Quinn as incredibly sex positive and incredibly horny all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. I I legit like that. We need more women like that who are not, you know, uh, they're not slut shaming. There's nothing like that. She has a very healthy sex appetite and she's just, she's after it all the time now that she's free of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And Nightwing not taking advantage. No. He, he leans into it, but... She is completely in control of the situation, so it's not like abusing his power. It's not like gross misogyny. It's weird, and it squicks me out, but I don't, like, I can't find anything actually wrong with it. I, you know what I mean? Big fan of Harley just going, I'm taking that as, uh, as a yes. It's like, yeah, yeah good. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, the thing she was taking, uh, oh, God damn it, now I'm doing phrasing, was... <laughs> <laughs> She was indeed taking it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was, it was a joke about Nightwing getting a boner because she had him tied to a bed and was changing in front of him. Also, mm-hmm. by the way, huge animation fail on this. Did you guys notice the Harley has two butt cracks moment? No, I did not. I did not. When she's bending over, you can see her butt crack above her pants, but also in her underwear. It 
it's hard to just I I'm sure if you search for Harley two butt cracks, A, you'll get on some <laughs> you'll get on some sort of a watch list and probably find some terrifying things. I but, uh, hope so. I'm gonna be fired for Thanks. that wonder. <laughs> you will uh you know, it will uh eventually um uh mm-hmm. turn up because I people were making fun of it on the internet when the movie came out. And mm-hmm. it was like Bruce Tim couldn't decide how many butts he wanted to draw, I guess. It's not an animation error. I actually have two butts. Mm-hmm. Well, one surprise that she wears to her in the uh... first place. <laughs> Why do you think the farts were so bad? <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Tracks. No, I um, just like. Yeah, no, I mean, no. It wasn't. Not... It wasn't as bad as it could have been. I just it was. I don't know. No, I I completely understand not liking it. I'm not saying that. I'm not even defending it. I'm just saying, like, in terms of it being gross or problematic or misogynistic or sexist or whatever. Like, I I mean, look. Maybe we're not in the best position to say that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't see anything. You know, if anyone wants to 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 reach out and say, "Hey, hey, idiot, you missed it," mm-hmm. by all means. But I I could there wasn't anything obvious on the surface to me anyway. It was just it it was not what I was expecting in a Batman cartoon. But yeah, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, there was also the part where um, Batman was threatening Sarge Steel with. By the way, that's a weird pull. Um, like, yeah, with like exposing. I assume his, one uh, or both of you know who's who that is because I certainly once, don't. Once they said the name, like I was like, "Fury to me." Okay, yeah, but I'm looking at him like, like he was like around who? the time of Slam Bradley, I think. But his yeah. gimmick was that he had a robot hand. Okay, and then he eventually started working for Checkmate or Argus or whatever. Yeah, now I'm okay. I'm watching him just like ah, it's got to be real subtle when I can't figure out who the guy is, like. I mean, they were clearly going for a Nick Fury thing. They oh, of clearly course. Going, clearly going for a Batman's working with a, a government contact that, that has government men with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so here, but, here's the two things. I, I looked up the uh, lines real quick. He um, mentions, he says, that lady Shiva wouldn't say no to a slice of that pie. Know what I mean? Ew. Yeah. And then later on, he says, sorry, Batman, that's classified. My hands are tied. And Batman goes, strange, you should put it that way. And then basically <laughs> says, like, I've got pictures of you with a dominatrix and i guess yeah, i always put them on the internet if you don't do what i want <laughs> hi i'm batman i mean batman has threatened blackmail before hasn't he it feels i like mean it's usually do. much easier to just push someone off of a building <laughs> i guess that's true that wouldn't really work for this guy though at this point if we are really in the jlu continuity mm-hmm. though couldn't he just call amanda waller and get him fired <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> i know your boss she's not afraid of me uh-huh. By the way, I, I mean she is. I just want to. I just want to bring this up real quick. The guy's first name is Sarge. By the way, <laughs> sure. So, then I we mean, really wanted him to get into the military. If we made a list of the stupidest names of DC characters, I bet he wouldn't even crack the top fifty. <laughs> oh yeah, I already mentioned Slam Bradley. What about? Uh, oh, mean, what the hell's his name? King Faraday. <laughs> uh huh. I mean, you you mentioned. The Floronic Man a number of occasions. I'm pretty sure he's just the sinister Jason. <laughs> uh, he's Jason Woodry. He's the Floronic Man. He's also the Plant Master. They kept trying to give him better names than Floronic Man, and they were all worse. Yeah, but it ends up it it ends up being that thing like Jean Grey, where they mostly just use his real name. Yeah, and it's like, ooh, it's the crazy Plant Man Jason. Let me see. He was also Floro and the Cedar. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ooh. You were in an Alan Moore comic, dude. That's You're the Floronic Man. Like, cedar as in mm-hmm. person who puts out seeds, not as in like a cedar tree. Ooh. So. Oh, no. I was I was thinking like something grosser than that. Oh, no. The cedar. He's come to steal all our wicker furniture. 
<laughs> apparently, he was, I was he thinking was, uh, seed in the in in Bible terms. You know, apparently, he was played by uh, Kevin Durand on the Swamp Thing TV series that I just remembered existed. Oh yeah, that show got canceled yeah. before I could watch it. That show got canceled before it started. Uh huh. I wanted to like it so much after after Doom Patrol was such oh, a yeah. runaway hit, and I did not care for it. You might have enjoyed it. It had more of a horror element to it. I was stoked that. for it, and it's just like, and then it was done, and I was just like, that's probably not worth getting invested in this now. I'll just go read yeah, the comics yeah. again. It's it's because every a show is a serial show to and, do well. Yeah. yeah, I found out fucking yep. Blue Devil shows up in that show towards the end. Like they they were tr- they were trying to get me to watch it. Sorry, sorry. It's a hard show to do. You say by th- about the people who made Doom Patrol mm-hmm. and ex- the best show. Actually, on television. that's a good point. If 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 anybody could, it's theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, look at like that. they You're took a comic right. that the, yeah. by no means should have been a good TV show and made it an excellent TV show. So you know, I gave it a shot. But anyway, played by Ian Ziering from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Ah, good good pull. Remembering he's called Ian and not Ian. <laughs> Definitely the best stuff. actor to ever portray Blue Devil. Uh, I think Ron Perlman played him once, actually, so... Oh, God. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> you just paint Hellboy blue and you got it. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes. Kind of. <laughs> so I, now it was Lex I, I liked the the actual thread of this. I liked mm-hmm. this. Like, it had some decent villain stuff. It had some decent stakes for a change. Mm-hmm. Like... I like Pam being conflicted. I love, by the way, this is my hey, it's that guy. I love Paget Bruce. I mean, I love Paget Bruce, no, to be honest. All right but, thinking people do, if they're but, oriented uh, in that direction. As Pam, no, everyone loves her. Yeah, that's people a good point. People might not be yeah. full on, like, attracted to her, but they everybody loves her. Come on. If, if they've seen but, that video um, of her saying types of dogs, come on. That's the that's the greatest, if you're a voice performer, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a person, it's the greatest thing, but particularly. Anyway. She makes an even better Pam, I think, than original Pam, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I liked I liked her being sort of conflicted and like, I'm done with people. I'm only, I'm only a plant person now. And then Harley coming in and like, she uses what she calls the nuclear option, which is she starts like very little girl crying in front of her. And it works. Yeah. I love that. It's a little weird that uh, she defeats uh, Poison Ivy with the power of her womanly emotions. But <laughs> I get what they're going for. <laughs> Again, yeah, like the Nightwing I, thing, it could be worse than it is. I I kind of like that. That's the, the mm-hmm. big ending to all of this is just like because the two of them are so connected. Yeah, it it it, it works. She doesn't want to see her friend cry or her girlfriend or mm-hmm. however you want to interpret mm-hmm. their relationship. She doesn't want to see that. I get you know. I'm, I I'm actually it. will say this, and I'm I'm actually I'm glad they didn't go with that because given the level of jokes this movie frequently reached, I don't think they would have done it well. I also. This is my like controversial fan opinion. I don't love Harley and Ivy being a thing. Oh wow! Because, okay. Well, my reason being, I don't like the Batman only has four major female villains. None of them are really bad guys anymore. Two of them are dating Batman, and two of them are dating each other. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I think it's not great. And I'm like, let them be villains. Let them be their own thing and bring mm. in more. No, women. and I, I don't make big. I actually bird a thing if you need to. Or what's her name? I said Night this. High. I said this on the show when we got to them yeah. pairing up is like there is an argument for mm-hmm. what if they're just close female friends who are not like catty backbiting women, mm-hmm. but just good friends. That would be nice. Yeah. But also I'm I'm completely done with them being a, oh. a couple. It doesn't matter. And me. if it's written well, which then like a 
sorry if we're spoiling a bit of the new Harley Quinn series, but they do go in that direction on that show. It's been like a year yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's we're past the statute of limitations for vague yeah. plot points. Um, and yeah. I, they do it very, very well. Um, yeah. And I was like, I was watching, I was like, all right, they're going to do this and I'll see how they do it. I trust them by now. And when it actually happened, I was like, God damn, you absolutely yeah. nailed it. I'm on board. Season three. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I got canceled. Yeah. I do have uh, one other. Wait, uh, did it? I, I might have gotten picked up again. I after thought it was that, coming at back. One point, at one point, uh, it was canceled. They might have undone that. Mm. But I'll check. Uh, I do have one other. Uh, hey, it's that guy. Although she's a yeah. bit of a voice actor, same as everybody else. But uh, Mindy Sterling uh, has a small role in it, and uh, I like her every time she shows up in live action. But she was mm. um she was Lynn on The Legend of Korra. Uh, and, ah. uh, well, oh yeah yeah yeah. A lot of other good voice stuff, but she her main uh, live action thing out of a lot of live action. She was a uh, Frau Farbesna in Austin Powers. Ah, yeah, uh, ah, yes, I know yeah. exactly. So, uh, who who was she in this? Uh, she was just the um the the Star Labs supervisor. Ah, um, so yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, it, was right. it was renewed for a third season. Yes, officially on HBO Max. Well, there was a point when whatever the last app was going mm-hmm. away, and they mm-hmm. weren't sure if they were bringing anything back. Yeah, the only one they, they officially moved over was Doom Patrol, and everything right. else was left in like suspended animation. You know, well, that's because everything else is trash. Well, yeah. what? I think Titans no, I re- is back also. I, I read that uh, both Harley and Doom Patrol were coming back. It's like for a third season. No, the world is not good enough that we that that should ha- that mm-hmm. that happens. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm uh, also looking over this list real quick. Um, uh, I got one more. Hey, it's that guy, which is um. Uh, so Sarge Seal, we know, was played by John DiMaggio, and then when he mm-hmm. yells, he's played by even more John DiMaggio. <laughs> <laughs> I I enjoy John DiMaggio, and actually, he ends up being Swamp Thing at the end as mm-hmm. well, which, mm-hmm. is, which is pretty cool. I loved. I thought it was going to be a Deus Ex Machina where Swamp Thing shows up, and he's like, "Okay, enough, get out of my swamp." Oh yeah, I wrote that kids. into my script and didn't bother changing it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then it ends up being now. Uh, you know what? And I, I I can't remember if we talked about this on the show already or if it was pre-show. No, that, that so was I might pre-show, be repeating yeah. myself, but okay. But yeah, he's like, you know what? I don't care about anything. I love like Jason Woodrow drops to his knees. He's like, oh my plant god, I will do whatever you say. And then some things like, eh, I don't give a fuck about any of this. You do what you want. It's I'm leaving. A real <laughs> Alan Moore moment, like. The most important thing is the green. Let the material world rule itself and blah, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. And everybody just is like slowly realizing, is he just going to leave? Oh, he's <laughs> not helping us. Is Oh, fuck. It was, yeah, that was, it was a fun moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed that. But then the follow, the ending, the very ending was, it was, then Woodrow starts laughing, uh, evil, mm-hmm. evil maniacal laughter. And then Poison Ivy goes, wait a minute. He's still a plant. And then Batman and Nightwing kiss her on the cheek and she blushes. And Batman takes out like a 7-Eleven book of matches from his mm-hmm. pocket and lights one. And then we start the credits. And then after like two credits, we cut to the Floronic Man running through the swamp <laughs> on fire going like, no, no, I yeah. pooped my pants. <laughs> Batman's like, was- I still got some of these left over from threatening Martian Manhunter. Back in With a terrible, terrible voice. <laughs> I could do with a pack of men. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I was uh, raised by dead parents. Uh-huh. I was raised by my employee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I and, think I, I yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, and then there's an extremely long post credit scene. Oh my god, Harley it goes like on a, forever. Harley has. Yeah, like I thought a it was a cute gag, and show. then it wouldn't yeah. end. 
Yeah. So like the gag, you know, the guy's like asking for help and talking about OCD, and then Harley is like there to help him, and then it's revealed that she's on a talk show, and that's funny. Yeah. But then it's you get treatment from a licensed psychiatrist if you can run through a wacky obstacle mm-hmm. course, and yeah, if you can play double there. Yeah, and then I'm checking my watch and like, ooh, no, seriously, still, huh? All right. That maybe that they end- had animation budget to spare because that's you know that's not just people talking. That's some that's some animation. It yeah. takes a minute. Oh yeah, know? yeah. No, I mean, that they, end credit sequence was seventy five minutes. So. <laughs> That end credit sequence was longer than the middle of an SNL sketch. <laughs> oh, nothing is that long. Like, <laughs> physics has determined that nothing is that long. Especially the sketch that runs at, like, uh, 1250. Well, those are my favorite ones. We're That's when they get weird. Like, oh, All right, let's... Of course they are. <laughs> it's, t- it's, uh, it's 1250. Time to just let Mikey Day do whatever he wants for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, back, back in the day, like, when I was in high school and I had, a like, a provisional license that I had to be home by a certain hour, it's like, oh, well, the sketch is starting to stock, suck. Time to go home. <laughs> Uh, oh boy! I what else? Anything? I what? I would love a Shrubby spinoff movie. 100% yes, please. Love Shrubby. We can get a, we can get yep. Keith David to play him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fine. We got um, you you mentioned this, Alan. Your own Bruce Tim. Uh, you, how much writing has he ever done? Yeah, that's. I the always thing, thought like, excellent question. Writing Tim's drawing, right? Is, hasn't that always been the thing? Yeah, I mean, not just Paul Dini, but well, no, obviously, but like, like. When it's Deanie and Tim. Like, yeah, that's the right. team. I thought so, but yeah. maybe he's contributed more than we realized. Yeah, now I'm know. a little worried about that new Batman show that's supposed to come out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that, and unless they say it's explicitly in this continuity, we're not. I don't think it is. So, like, yeah, so yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> what if this I just don't want that Star Trek thing to happen again. Uh, it doesn't matter. If he's a new Zeta project from a different Earth, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> I do like the look of that new Superman series. Ooh, Yeah. Oh, that that anime looking one? Hmm? Eh, I mean, that would where they all look like anime. they're in. Where they all look like they're in high school? Mm-hmm. I said I said it looked like the Owl House, but with more uh, uh, realistic proportions. So. All right. I mean, I'm not even criticizing yeah. it. Just like I don't, I don't think I'm the target audience for that. It's that just... that that picture they released of Lois just grabbing Clark and like, listen, Clark, this is how it's going down. I'm I'm like, okay, well, you got Lois in that picture. <laughs> Time for us to do some reporting. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys do the uh, the the Superman movie with Parasite yet? Um, no, I'll start. I don't, I don't. No, it's um, Man of Tomorrow, I think. Oh, nope. I don't think, that. No, not yet. That one I liked, and we it was not. a real like young Clark with a shitty studio apartment getting his first job as a reporter. Is like, that based on that fucking Max Landis comic? I don't know. Um, possibly. Ugh. Uh, it doesn't say anything here, but um. No, I liked it a lot, and I liked that idea of, like, young Superman and focusing on his reporting style. Mm. Like, I, 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 that's a good sure. idea. I, I, I hope they uh, they yeah. do something with that. Yeah. Kids love Superman. I mean, I'm just... The thing is, I mean, that's what this show's going to be in another week. Yeah. I'm very excited. I, I Believe me, I am so excited. I just... I look around, and it's like, this is the only consistent version of Superman maybe in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I loved the first... Well, I, to be honest, I love the first three Christopher uh, Christopher Reeve movies, but uh, but by rights, I can only defend the first two. <laughs> I watched all of them lately, and when I watched the third one, I was just thinking, you know what? They're trying something. Yeah, it's, as it's pretty good. As opposed to the fourth one, where I could not justify it. Exactly. No. Like, they're doing something. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. trying something. But... <laughs> and the thing is, the third one was directed by the dude who directed, like, A Hard Day's Night. Like, he had some pretty hardcore, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, comedy uh credentials mm. 
and he wanted to make a, a goofy comedy. That's that's fine. Yeah, I mean, Superman lends itself to that. I think. Uh huh. I mean, it it can. I don't know what it did, but yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, it's, if you know what you're doing, that was that yeah. was a can that was a canon yeah. film, right? That was that was Golan yep. Golan. Uh, Golan Globus, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Menaheim Golan and Yoram Globus, the two guys with names like supervillains, got to do a Superman <laughs> movie. I, I know they made the fourth one for sure. I'm not positive. They well, no, because the earlier ones were the Salkinds, because when they lost the rights to Superman, they were like, fine, we'll do Santa Claus. So that's how they came up on my show. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll do Santa Claus. We'll get the big Lebowski to play him. Yeah. That's a uh, natural progression, Superman and Santa Claus. <laughs> If you watch that I mean, movie, they're... you can definitely see where they were coming from with that. <laughs> Absolutely, you can. Also, I believe John Williams does the theme for that. With he does. Some da, da, similar... Da, da, da. Uh, Santa yeah. Claus. <laughs> yep. All right. I feel like we should probably wrap this up. Is uh, there any, any final um, thoughts on this? I don't think so. Honestly, I'm feeling more uh, charitable towards the movie, even just now having talked with you guys about it. Mm-hmm. It's mostly for me. It's mostly just a by comparison thing. The yeah. last two were duds. A bunch of the direct-to-video ones we've done are duds. Yeah. So I'm not just trying to be like nice guest. Like if I hated it, I'd say I hated no. it. But you know, when when I talk about you, like I don't remember you know the the unpleasant parts. I remember Shrubby. <laughs> yeah, we all remember Shrubby. Also, there I I believe there was a uh, seduction of the innocent by Doctor Wortham yep. reference in here, which I'm always a fan of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. That was kind of clunky. <laughs> you know I mean, that yeah, book was... with the eyeball? I'm like, all right. Yeah, it was. But I just I enjoy. I like the fact that they did that. I like the fact that they remember. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Harley's got like you know a doctorate. She might know this. Yeah, and, and you're right. It was it was crowbarred in there a little <laughs> bit, but I still enjoy putting it. in like. Swamp Thing's dick potatoes. Um, <laughs> Delicious. Nobody knows that if you haven't. Like we know that because we know the comics, but it's not. It's not textual. No. It, okay. So yeah, but it's like it's. It's definitely like. All right. You know what? These guys yeah. read some books and felt like putting in one of the weird stuff. Like yeah, they they did. Well, Swamp Thing's one of those characters. When we got to the end of like JLU, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's. There's a whole untapped thing there. They never, they never did any of that stuff. And to be fair about my own joke that I've made twice now, in the comic, it's not actually his penis. It's a hallucinogen that. Uh, then there is have... sure a heavy implication oh, there's, there's... that it's his genitals. You are not kidding. It's it's not not his penis. We've Hello, we've all made sex tuber jokes. Put this in your mouth. Uh huh. And we no, I mean, and then you can see all the bugs that live in me, which apparently gets you going. <laughs> It's a good I mean... comic, guys. It's very heartfelt and very sentimental, and it's very mm-hmm. lovely. But also, goddamn, is it weird Alan Moore porn? <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't bother me. That's like okay. It. There's plenty of other weird Alan Moore porn. <laughs> yeah, if, not... if there's Alan Moore yeah. porn I feel like complaining about, I'm going to be spoiled for choice. That uh-huh. one is like, you know what? This one's fine. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, honestly, I love the cameo by the sex tuber. I was pleased. Like, <laughs> I never thought I would see the sex tuber in animated form ever. This is great. Was it in the second movie, I think? Hmm? The, the, the second Swamp Thing movie, I think they had it in there. Oh, oh I, I never saw either I, of those. It's a, it's a weirdly prominent part of his mythos. I know that, mm-hmm. like, one so of... So are you saying he's some kind of a prominent crotch boy <laughs> juice? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I know that like Peter David did an adaptation of one of those movies, and the movie was so bad that he just added, adapted Alan Moore's comics instead. <laughs> <laughs> I've read a bunch of Peter David novelizations, and I think that's mostly what he does. Uh huh. 
So sometimes he elbows you in the ribs and says, pop culture reference, huh? And sometimes he just steals the whole thing. Yep, I that's him. I feel like I've mentioned it on this show before, but in case I haven't, I ever tell you guys it's from Peter David's novelization of um, uh, Batman Forever. It's my favorite thing I've ever read in a book. It's when the, no. the Riddler is in the warehouse full of the box ready to ship out. And he says, and this is what it says, Edward looked around and he looked at all of his creations before him. Somebody stop me, he yelled. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's Peter David, all right. Finished. I'm not finished. The end of the chapter is. But no one did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Love it. Oh, my God. No, thank you. Oh, all right. That's, all right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's I, I got nothing else. I'm yeah. just, you know yeah. what? Watch it if you want, guys. It's far from the worst thing you could do with your time. Uh, I mean, but, look, if you don't like it, you don't like yeah, it. Mm-hmm. But, no, uh, but it's, 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 yeah, it's. I, I don't. I, think, I don't do I, think I will be revisiting this one ever. Yeah. Do I speak for the two of us when I say this wasn't this wasn't bad? Yeah. Okay. Definitely yeah. better than the last two. You know. What? Yeah. I mean, it's it's no Mask of the Phantasm, no. but really, what is? You guys have convinced me. I'm gonna go watch Mystery of the Batwoman now. Yeah. Have fun with that. Good luck. Twala. Uh huh. <laughs> Boy. Ah uh, well. That is it for all Batman the Animated Series yeah. related uh, material. Next week, we will be answering your mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, you have uh, not much time left. If you have anything to ask us or tell us or whatever, please write to us. It is Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. Uh, it's going to be a pretty short show so far looking at the inbox, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Uh, following that, we will be moving on to Superman. Uh, Brian, what do you got to plug? Uh, well, I've got to plug that eventually I will be on a podcast about the Zeta Project, which I'm very <laughs> excited for. We all yeah. are. Ah, yes, kids love the Zeta Project. It's uh, <laughs> premiering in like two or three years, I think. Cannot wait. The um, mm-hmm. but I will say that when you when you put out the episodes thing, I did look ahead at the Batman uh, the be- uh, Beyond episodes, and I was like, Beyond. Should I just do Zeta's first appearance right here? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, lay that groundwork, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be my new Vash. The uh, but for me personally, I do uh two shows, uh, which uh, both I would say are well worth listening to. Uh, one of them is called Tinseltown, the holiday movie podcast. Uh, which uh, as the title implies, does uh, holiday movies, and uh, we got some good stuff coming up, uh, up mm. to and including featuring some of your favorite uh kids love Batman guests uh, and hosts who uh, mm-hmm. I'm uh, uh I got like I said. I got some sinister plans. Uh, and then also a show called New and a Bit Alarming, where we cover remakes, adaptations, and all other ways stories can be told twice. Um, and uh, we're currently on the uh, live-action remake, as we are calling it, because frankly, that's what everybody else calls it. We've decided if you can't beat them, join them, of The Lion King. The live-action remake that is a cartoon. Uh-huh. That The live-action remake that they did with Real Lions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is now that movie yeah. I might watch. Uh, and then in between our long ones, we do things like we uh, we recently did the um, we did we called it No in a Bit of Fading, which was um, the we reviewed the first half of Terminator Genesis, which is a remake of two other movies if they were happening at the same time, but also a <laughs> reboot of the franchise. Wait, is that how you pronounce that? I thought it was Genesis. Terminator Genesis. <laughs> um, uh-huh. What did we do recently? We did Space Jam. We did an episode of Honey I Shrunk to Kids, oh. the TV series. Well, that took me, took me back. <laughs> Yep. What, Space Jam? No, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV series. The surprisingly okay. long-running Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Three seasons. Uh, and they're shrinking like three of them. A little weird remake of the Maniac Mansion TV series. Yeah. 
basically. Oh my god, I always forget that exists until you mention it yeah. every three or four years. <laughs> uh, but those are available. I mean, hopefully over the summer I'll start my break up to uh, update my Tumblr site. But let's be honest, Tumblr's dead. So worstremake.libsyn.com and tinseltown.libsyn.com. So that's where you can find it. Right, and and New and a Bit Alarming is co-hosted with Flunk, correct? Yes, yes, Flunk. Regular regular kids love Batman, I guess. That's right. Yes. Uh, all right, so that's all for this time, and we will talk to you next time. Yeah, see you, folks. Oh, yeah. you should start saying Twala, I think. <laughs> Please don't say Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2020, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.